tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn. And hello everybody. Thanks Hi. for listening. And apparently I got Ruben giggling. I don't, I don't know, know why. We had to like do this a couple times because mom kept having the hiccups. Yes. And mom was like, no, it's okay. I'll just power through it. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. <laughs> like if I listened to a podcast and the host just had the hiccups the whole time, I would like, I, oh, I would be like, oh, not this episode, I guess. <laughs> like, no, it's funny. I was like, no, it's the opposite of funny. Well, and my hiccups are gone, so yeah. we can continue. So if you've never listened to the podcast before, it's a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given to us, uh, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. Yes. Uh, and this week is a little different. Uh, this, uh, we were given a theme, but then also we were given two movies by Jake, a.k.a. Easy Sailor. Hi, Jake. Hey, Jake. What's Hi, up? Hi, cute little baby. You're calling Jake a cute little baby? No, he has a four-month-old little baby, and I wanted to say, I don't remember his, I think he told me, but I don't remember wait, her name. Wait, Mom, how do you know that Jake has a cute little Cause baby? Because I've been talking to him on Discord, because we have a Discord. We do have a Discord. I don't know what that means, but we have it, and I talk on it. We'll talk about it after. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll, I'll plug it more at the end, but okay. yeah. So, real quick, we did get this Discord, which is like, it's a chat thing, essentially, uh, but it's a server that is specifically for us. But mom is much more present in it than I am. I love I love talking to people on it. I don't really use it that. I mean, I'm just I jump in like if people like ask me a question or they tag me, but I uh, I'm not super present in it. But mom is just like boom, boom, I boom. I check it boom. all the time because it's, it's fun. fun. Yeah, it's fun. So if you want to talk to mom, use our Discord. If you want to talk to me, use any of our other social media. Because <laughs> I only know how to use Discord. I just learned. So <laughs> and that the best part is you taught yourself how to use that. Yes, because you when you said Discord. Discord, the word, sounds like there's something wrong. So I thought that was like a mean something that you were going to do. You thought I was going to send us up for like, roast me. Or something, I didn't know. Okay, so Jake gave us this theme this week. Yes, and he picked the movies. And what movie, oh, I'll tell what I'm watching, and you tell what you watched, okay. and you could talk about it. Okay. Um, I watched Brick. Brick. Starring. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I almost said C. Thomas Howell. No. No. Just, I know, that's why I, looked at you, that's why I looked at you with this blank face. C. Thomas Howell. Mm-hmm. And really a bunch of, oh, there's a very important actress in there. We'll talk about it when it's my turn. Do you just want to go first? No. Okay. I just want to give a, like a little teaser. <laughs> a little teaser? A little teaser. Okay. And then um, directed by Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Johnson, who I have a love-hate relationship with, but my relationship is over. Spoiler alert. Nope. No? You've decided? I've made a decision. Two, it's not love or hate. It's two to one? Okay. It's it's decided. Oh boy, can't wait for that little spoiler. So that's a teaser. That's a teaser? Uh, uh, well, is that you or me? <laughs> I think it's you. Probably me. Oh no, it's me. Um, That's okay. I'll put it on the floor. That's fine. So anyway. So what movie did you watch? I watched The Maltese Falcon. Excellent. Uh, It's from 1941. Yes. Directed by... Angelica Houston's dad, John Houston. Yes. Because, okay, so I saw his name in the trailer, or not the trailer, in the, in the opening. Credits. And I was like, I knew that there was a relation. But for some reason, for some reason, I was like, is that her husband? And I know she's not that no, old. No. She's, that's she's her young. Is she, she your age? She's older than me by quite a bit. Really? I didn't think she was old. I'm not even making a joke that you're old. I legitimately didn't. I thought she was always playing older. No, shall As, I look her up while you talk? Because yes. she's much older than me. Well, much, I mean, well, much older. Well, we don't want to, like, drag Angelica Houston through the mud. No, she's... I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying she's older than me. I didn't think she was that much older. I thought it was, like, she just kind of played older. But then she's probably, like, in her 70s. I don't know. I'd have to look it up here. Um, I really like her. 
Yeah, I do too. She works with, uh, well, she used to work with, uh, what's his name a lot? Uh, Wes Anderson. Oh, okay. So anyway, so I watched Maltese Falcon, uh, which to me sounds like a candy bar, and I don't know why. That is weird. Especially when they showed that, that bird at the end, and it just looks like a giant chocolate bar. It kind of did. <laughs> it really did. Uh, so Maltese Falcon is a yes. noir film from 1941, starring Humphrey Bogart and some other people. Yes. One of my favorite people is in it, Peter too. Peter Lorre. Well, we like Peter Lorre. Yeah, the human pug. He does. He does look like a human pug. Because his little eyes are like, Bleh. and it like, I don't know. He just, he just has a pug face. And that's not to say anything bad about Peter Lorre. He fully embraced having a pug face because he did a lot of weird... He was a character actor. He was a major character actor. Um, why, why do, like... I feel like there's that stereotypical cartoon voice that's like the Igor voice. That's his. Was he Igor? No, I don't think so, but boy... See, to me, but, when you say Peter Lorre, I think of... Hunchback of Notre Dame. Was you know, he the, the Hunchback of Notre Dame? I don't Dame? think so. I don't know. We'd have to. We might have to do a Peter Lorre episode. <laughs> That'll be topical and relevant. <laughs> yeah, people will really <laughs> want to listen to us now. By the way, Angelica Houston is sixty-six. That's not much older, and I'm not even being facetious. She's That's not much older than you. Fifteen years older, because I'm fifty-one. I'll be fifty-two on my birthday. That's not really on your birthday. You'll be another. <laughs> I <laughs> will. On job, my mom. birthday, I will be older. On my birthday, I get older. <laughs> oh, good job, mom. <laughs> you figured it out. Sorry, I was just saying. Um, and my birthday's in April, Ruben. Just in case you forgot. I didn't. Okay, uh, it's my half birthday. Oh, that's right. Uh, so so Peter Lord. So, but that oh, like yes, master. Right. That. I feel like that's always attributed to Igor. Is he not Igor in Frankenstein? Like, like the I don't big... think so. Is there even an Igor in that movie? In Frankenstein? Yeah. I don't know. But you know what I mean? Cause I but feel I like... see what you're saying. And that voice has done a lot of cartoons. They do that kind of sidekick yeah. kind of voice. He has such a sidekick voice. He does. And, and he has such a sidekick personality, but he's very Steve Buscemi to me. Where he's okay. he's kind of different. He's normal look, not normal, but you know he's he's got that very specific look. Yes. So he plays very specific characters. Yes. But like Steve Buscemi has played everyone from suburban dad. Yes. To like a mob boss on Boardwalk Empire. Like he's kind of all over the place just because he looks very. He can his look is very distinct. It's distinct, but it can kind of fit into anything. Huh. Obviously, it's not going to be Steve Buscemi as Captain America. Right. But he can play an army general. He can play this because he just has that kind of grizzled, I think is a good word. Not oh, grizzled, but like... No, that's a good word. I like that word. Yeah. You know so, Steve Buscemi was a firefighter? I did not. Yeah, 9 /11. I don't know. I don't know any... He came back. He came back and did a volunteer firefighter thing during 9-11 and didn't tell anybody. Oh, wasn't yeah. like, hey, everyone, look what I'm doing. Just was like, let's go. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, I don't know a whole lot about him. Really? No. I love Steve Buscemi. Oh, yeah, I don't he know. He can come on our podcast. Sure, why not? Wait, you have to say it. It's your catchphrase. Well, if you want him to come, that's fine. No, no, you have to say the thing. He can come on our podcast. <laughs> Why'd you sound so know. annoyed? And I'm not annoyed. Anyway. Uh, I'm not annoyed. So, I'm not annoyed. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not I just, annoyed. I really like this movie. Do you? I did. Because there's a lot of, because I'm such an, an old-time radio... Nerd. Nerd. I don't really want to say nerd, but old time radio fan. I love the radio from the forties and fifties. We fun. talked about this forever. Yeah. This was fun for me because to see the Maltese Falcon and Sam Spade, they did this movie. Then they had a radio series for several years. You know what it reminds me of? This is going to sound strange. Well, well, because Maltese Falcon has its hands in everything. Yes. I, it really does. Any crime or not, maybe not action, but any really good story driven character yes sam spade has his hand in absolutely because when you say oh it started as a movie and then branched out into a radio program 
Sure, tons of stuff have done that. Right. But the one thing that really sticks in my head is Batman. You had Batman 89 and then these Batman movies, and then you had Batman the Animated Series. Right. Which took off and was its own thing. And sure, it wasn't directly connected. Like, it was the same character. Right. But it, you know, it, it took off and it became its own thing. And that's kind of reminds me of these Sam Spade audio things is, sure, the Maltese Falcon technically happened and, and, and those well, characters Well, and it was a there. book series first, I think, yeah. even before that. So. But I, no, I... I mean, even, like, with stuff we've watched on the show, like, there are definite elements of this in Big Lebowski. Yes. There are definite elements of this in Gross Point Blank. Most definitely. They, in, in a lot of the stuff that is in no way connected, you can see the hands that, like, they, the, 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 no pun intended, the bricks that laid the groundwork. Right. Because even in Brick, you can see... We're going to talk about that. Yeah. It's very, it's, yeah, it's, it has very similarness to it. Noir is such a cool genre. Love noir. It, it's such a cool, like, ooh, do, oh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Duh. That's yes. another very specific noir movie we've watched yes. on here. But it, 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 it's very, for me, I love to watch the ground. I love to watch what, in, like, started. Like, uh, Akira Kurosawa made these old samurai films. Okay. But they themselves helped inspire things like Star Wars and, and all these other very famous franchises. So go back and watch that and be like, that's R2-D2 and C-3PO, but it's two little guys who are just like, I don't know what we're going to do. What are we going to do? And the other one's like, shut up. And so you're like, holy crap, that's R2-D2 and C-3PO. But before R2-D2 and C-3PO, there's a, what's that, Clash of the Titans, the old one? Yes. With the claymation? Yes. There's a robotic owl. Oh, yes. And it, like, does the R2-D2 beeps and whistles. Ah, see, it's so... But, it, yeah, yeah, so it's cool to see, like... It all like, kind of goes together. Yeah. Um, and this is going to sound strange. I'm going to cut straight to the end. Okay. I really expected this movie to end when, like, it's found out, oh, the girl did the murder or whatever. I really, and she was like, I love you, I love you. And I was like, no, you know, it's been like three days. Right. But, <laughs> I was thinking And he was thing. like, you kind of could see him like, like, I don't know, I don't know. I was like, oh, if he, if he doesn't give her up and if he's like, no, I love you too, I would have been upset. Right. Because there's the pre-established canon that him and his partner had a very strong relationship. And that's, Okay. That's what I loved about this movie. There's so much pre-established stuff that they just say, and you go, okay. Exactly. Oh, him and his partner's wife kind of had a thing, but not really? Okay. Like, but like in a good way. In a good way of like, all right, I'm in. Uh, okay. Oh. Oh. That's what I did. I was okay. wait a minute. Like, it was weird. Why was he so quick to get rid of the other guy's name? Well, because he's dead. But also because he doesn't want that remembrance. Like, that he made some mistakes, and... It was a very cool thing to see Sam Spade in this relationship with this guy who's already dead grow, if that makes sense. Like, to you you found out more about the past. Yes. Without flashbacks or, or, you know, this exposition of, like, the first scene is, like, him kissing the wife. You know what I mean? It's right. like... It's just, it was a good story. It stayed true, yeah. to, true to itself. Did you, did you have any idea that the partner was going to get it right away? No. Um... But then he did, and I went, oh, duh. Yeah. Like, like that's every movie ever. Right. Where it's like, hello, I'm expendable character. And right. you're like, oh, you seem nice. Oh, I mean, Star Wars. Hello, we're Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen. Oh, yeah, who? Yeah. Rem exactly. The They're characters done. that don't matter. They're just there to push the plot. Exactly. Because if they didn't die, it would have been very different. He wouldn't, he would have stayed with, Luke would have stayed with them. Right. Luke would, you know what I mean? And so it's... Yeah, it's one of those things of, like, these characters that are introduced just to push the plot along and then they, they die or whatever. Right. 
but yeah, of course you like at the time that was unexpected. Right. That wasn't like, oh yeah, look, it's this guy. He's a goner. Yeah. Bye bye. Oh, Sean Bean's in this movie. All right. Bye, Sean Bean. Like Sean Bean dies in everything. Oh, I don't know who he is. Uh, in Lord of the Rings, he's Boromir. He's the one that that like he's the one that does die that like Aragorn saves. Uh, yeah, the names don't mean anything to you. The nope. other human, the other human besides the main, so- besides Strider, the other human that tries oh, to. Oh, that get... looks like Strider. Yeah, I, I was getting mixed up. Yes, and he kind of went cuckoo. That one. That's goofy. Sean Bean. He, sorry. Yes, he dies in everything. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. So has Sean Bean been in a lot of movies? Because I don't think I've ever seen him before. Yeah, he he is in a lot of. He's in. I mean, he's in Lord of the Rings. He's in Game of Thrones. He's in all sorts of stuff, and he always dies. Oh, that's uh, same, nothing same with, I've ever seen. Yeah, same with Liam Neeson. Okay. Oh, there's something that we didn't talk about in the Princess Bride episode, but I thought about it after. There's always something I think about after the episode goes up. Right. I'm like, ugh. So Liam Neeson auditioned for the role of Fezzik, Andre the Giant's role. Okay. Uh, and the director, like, laughed him out. It was like, get out of here. Oh, shame on him for laughing at Liam Neeson. No, because it was like they're calling for, like, a giant. And he was like, you're not, what do you, who But do you... he's six foot four, that's tall. Yeah, but, like, look at Andre the Giant. Okay, yeah. And then look at Liam Neeson. Okay. But I, okay. But I just wanted to say, does anybody want a peanut? <laughs> like, just his, like, <laughs> his, like, like, he's not, Liam Neeson now, he's very funny and he has a great co- comedic sense now. Right. But I just, like, yeah. I'm just, uh, granted, it wouldn't be taken Liam Neeson. Right. Just, like, <laughs> I can't even think of anything else he says. No, like, that, that would just be funny. Um, so, Maltese Falcon is yes. a movie. Yeah. Uh, it's got his hands and everything. It really does. It it kind of was the beginning of mm-hmm. what everything else looks at. The the plot of this movie is very important and it's very helpful. Uh, I got lost in it a little bit because just like with Sense and Sensibility back in episode one, yeah. If a movie is not speaking modern English that I can fully understand, I'm so lost. Like I can basically follow it. Okay. But if like with Sense and Sensibility when they're like and Mr. Binglestein and Mr. Pingles and we go yeah up on the hill i was so <laughs> I was so lost but then with this movie they're like yeah da, 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 da. they're like talking at 100 miles an hour right and they're like see and i'm like whoa whoa, whoa. no i don't see anything what's, what's going on who's this guy what's this guy and i i know that a bunch of people fought to not get black and white movies colorized but i would have liked i would it would be interesting to see how this movie would get colorized oh i think it would ruin it no no no, no. but here's what i mean okay because it's black and white yes if if you if if I'm gonna say okay, mom, you have the tools and you know what you're doing. Yes. Colorize this movie. No. Here's what I mean, though. <laughs> yeah, just like no. <gasps> but what palette do you use? Do you use a because? Okay. Look at all these other movies. Remember, Magic Mike had this weird yellow. Everything yes. was kind of yellow. Yes. Five hundred days of summer. Everything was blue. Yes. What? Everything in this movie, even though it's black and white, obviously, I was like, it's all gray in yes. a good way because all these characters are kind of gray. Right. You don't really know who's going what way, and right. some characters are black wearing black, and some characters are wearing white, and so that's what I mean is by colorizing it. I would have made it all dark and gray. Exactly, dark the, colors, nothing bright. It, it almost would. It almost helps that it's in black and white. Yes, because it keeps that. I don't. What's that word? It keeps the unsureness. Oh, I of, like that. Of where everybody lies, and so right. So I mean, we can try and tackle the plot but to me it was like so this guy shows this girl shows up to sam spade's office and they're just going i mean it just dives right in yes the secretary comes and she's the secretary is the best by the way effie she's so cool and she's just so smart yes and she's not like a ditz which was kind of surprising i don't know if that's well no but and unfortunately for the radio program 
They, she's like a doofus. They, yeah, she is the, kind of the comic relief to it, but it's yeah. She's not the com- she's not smart in the movie. In this. She's like, like you said, she's his partner almost. Yeah, well, and like, like yeah, like she's like the Alfred to his Batman. Where, okay, where like yeah. she like he's like, hey, what about this? And she's like, got it. Which is kind of the thing too of like, man, how come they haven't remade this? And it's like because if they did, it would just feel like everything that not ripped off but borrowed from this. Exactly. It's like when they remade Nightmare on Elm Street, it just felt like every other horror movie that had come out. Because, yeah, that's what it was. Like, like it inspired all these other things. So now to try and redo that. Do you remember the Poltergeist remake? No. Exactly. Because it, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It was right. like, I've heard it was fine. But why? Well, but the whole thing was, it did all the beats of the original Poltergeist. But all that stuff's now been done to death. Right. Scary clowns, ghosts in the TV, literal poltergeist it's all overdone now so it's like creepy little kids yeah i mean i can name hundreds of horror movies with all three of those elements Absolutely. that's like okay we get it it's why they could never remake jaws right because it would be focused on the shark and that's not the point of jaws no um so maltese falcon yes so I, so I, I did enjoy this movie i really did i, I specifically really liked is his name gutman gutman yes. Played by... Sydney Greenstreet? Yes, who I love because mm-hmm. he is the voice of the radio detective Nero Wolf, which is one of my favorite radio detective programs. Uh, he's... The next time we're in the car at his place, I'll be like that guy. Oh, I'll be like, oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I So I loved his character. Yes. Because he was so... He wasn't slimy. No. Which was cool. Because I feel like a lot of the time a bad guy, it's almost like a requirement. You got to be slimy. And he wasn't. He was very. I felt him very intelligent. Yes, but, but like, you knew there was something. Right. Like, he, they both, the whole time him and Sam Spade are talking, it's not just, hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? There's a game that's being played. Exactly. Every Cat sing- and mouse, yeah, almost. Every single word. Boom, 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 boom. Um, Something that totally, though, was the, the real Big Lebowski thing I pulled. Yes. So he goes to meet... The, the fat man who's kind of like chasing him around. Yes. Uh, and I, that's what they called him. I'm not. I'm yes. Not, no, they yeah. really, his name was Gutman, but they did call him mm. the fat man several also, times. Also, real timely reference that you'll get when they keep calling him Gutman. I kept thinking of the Mega Man enemy, Gutsman. Get it, Mom? Mega Man. Am I right? I have no idea what you're talking about. So, <laughs> Ruben, what a great comparison. <laughs> no, it's just. I have There's no a idea. Mega Man villain named Gutsman. I don't, I don't even know who Mega Man is. Are you serious? I don't think I do. Unless it's a little teeny tiny guy. I don't know who that what is. What do you mean, the little teeny tiny? Isn't there like a little teeny tiny superhero? Not Ant Man. I don't no, know. No, Mega Man is. Okay, it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, back to Maltese Falcon. So, so the whole scene where yes. he goes to meet Gutman. Yes. And then he's drinking and he totally passes out. Yes. And they leave him there. Yes. Big Lebowski. When he goes oh, to meet uh, right. Jackie Treehorn. You're right. Because he even does the, the paper thing. Yes. I was like. Oh my gosh, Big Lebowski, not ripped, but totally borrowed that whole concept of meeting with the villain and how does the villain get away? Yes. Like from, from this. Yes. Which is very different movies. Totally different but movies. But they're still the noir of the... Yes. Oh no, so I was like, I saw that and I was like, what the heck? Like what a strange, totally thing to pull. It's like it's like in the Kira Kurosawa films. Okay. Like, that, did I reference that earlier? I don't, yeah. No. Did I? No. Oh. So there's Akira Kurosawa made these really cool Japanese, uh, like, Japanese samurai movies. Okay. You go back and watch them, and there's one where the characters, like, there's two characters that are specifically 
it's R2-D2 and C-3PO from Star Wars, but this is long before Star Wars. Okay. But George Lucas looked at that and was like, oh, I like these two characters. I want them to be my little droids. Like, but you know what I mean? Right. Or, or, what movie was it? Oh, no, you I, don't no, know. It's just a Kurosawa film? A Kurosawa, yeah. Oh, I'm there's sorry. Seven Samurai, which is not the Star Wars one. And there's another one that is like, got like he got a lot of inspiration for Star Wars from. Really interesting to be like, oh, holy crap. Like, those two guys are totally R2-D2 and C-3PO. Or, or like, this is huh. totally this. Like, Seven Samurai... Uh, has been remade a thousand times as the Magnificent Seven, the cowboy movie. Oh, sure. Yeah, but yeah. so like... It's just interesting how it all kind of comes full circle. Huh? Yeah, and, and how you can see the inspiration. And to me, there's nothing wrong with inspiration. There's no, nothing not wrong all. with taking a scene and being like, well, let's implement that as like a fun thing of like, look, I loved the scene in this movie. How can we take this? When you just like rip it off, it's like, okay. Right. And and But like, so yeah, no, but it, it's fun to see like of all the movies we've watched too, which... Technically, it's like 80 movies now, by the way, that we've what? watched because this is episode 40. What? That's crazy. <laughs> but see, you know what I mean? So of yeah. all the things that we've watched just for the show, it's like, yep, there's this and there's that. And there's... Good point. I so, so to start that. to kind of piece it all together and see how it all inspires itself. And like what's like right now, to me in film, we're in the age of sci-fi is coming back. I mean, I've talked about that before. Sci-fi is coming back and nobody, you know, it's not just like, I'm bleep blarp. It's like... There is cool sci-fi, and there's, there's in, like, Black Mirror is that modern Which sci-fi. Love. I love Black Mirror. There's that modern sci-fi. But then you look at, like, like I'm kind of like, when is noir going to come back? But noir already came back. I was going to say, it's never really gone anywhere. But the 90s were huge on this weird, absurdist noir. Uh, what was it? Raising Arizona was a little bit noir. And huh. Big Lebowski was noir. This, the Coen yes. Brothers, the Coen Brothers' whole shtick is modern noir. Okay. Um, they did that one. Oh, man, what was that? They did a Hollywood one with, with Josh Brolin and Channing Tatum and George Clooney. And it, was it, went, it Hollywood Land? No, 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 no. This was recent, and it went super under the radar. Oh. But it was really good. Oh. Maybe um, you'll have to make me watch it. Yeah. I, as long as you can remember the title. I'll have to Google it. Like, Tilda Swinton's in it, and she plays twins. Um, oh. I, I love no Tilda idea. Swinton. Do you? She's the best. Okay, if Peter Lore looks like a human pug, Tilda Swint looks like a human poodle. I can see that. Like, Not in a bad way. No, 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 no. Just like, like, it's like, yeah, because she's, I'm sure she's, she, please, Tilda Swint could she's come like, on our podcast. Yes, she could. Oh, you invited someone on our podcast. Usually it's me. It is usually me. But I'll, please, Tilda, I'm sure I've done it before. I'm sure someone's like, hey, excuse me, I listen to every episode, and in episode three, uh, Ruben invites uh, George Lucas onto the podcast. Oh, yes, and, and I think you've invited Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I'm, please. If I can get Jeff Goldblum to come sit in this room and be like, ah, stop, duh, Jurassic Park. I'd be like, oh. I do, my goal is to get, like, episode 50, to, to have something cool with episode 50. Okay. You know I mean, not, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to be Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, I'm, I'm not going to set that bar. Hello, Mr. Goldblum. Could you come and sit in our bedroom that no one's using? And... Talk to us about Jurassic Park? Yeah, that you haven't had to talk to for 40,000 million times already. Yeah. Um... But so, so Maltese Falcon, so, I mean, we keep getting sidetracked, but I think that's the thing with Maltese Falcon. Wait, wait, let me just, it's not, it's not we, it's just you. Well, yeah, <laughs> fair enough. But Maltese Falcon, to me, is, this is actually going to be kind of, again, no pun intended, it's a brick. It really is a brick in filmmaking because of what it, it establishes this foundation of what to build on. Because, like I said, there's a reason that they haven't remade Maltese Falcon. Right. Because it wouldn't work. Yeah. But you look at, like, what you had to watch was brick. There's total yep. inspiration yep. in Brick in Maltese Falcon. Yes. 
and and these characters you can move them and work them in any way like sam spade well and if you even look further sam spade's just sherlock holmes kind of yeah where he's that like oh i'm a detective and i solve and I, I this but it's that whole you peel it back you peel it back you peel it back you just keep seeing where the inspiration the inspiration the inspiration so no so for me i mean i'll rate the movie now okay i give it a buy it because of the history absolutely i'm such a huge history buff and i know this was kind of a weird way that we reviewed this one where we didn't really talk about the movie directly right uh besides saying oh it's inspiration but it, it it is a cool movie to go back and watch and experience and to see all of these influence and references because it's so ready player one is coming out yes and ready player one is easter egg the movie where it's just look was that yep was that this was that this huh. this is almost the reverse of that because you go look at this and go wait that reminds me of yep that reminds me of yep 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 or it's just like all these these subtle references and, huh. and they're well not references but these things that are then pulled into other in other, films. in other things of like well we took this kind of character and made it this and this and this and so no i i absolutely love this movie i absolutely give this a buy it this was super fun perfect yay i loved it too <laughs> i know i don't get to rate it but i loved it too well that's good great pick jake thanks jake all right, when we come back, we're going to talk about Mom's movie, which was Brick. Brick. which was Brick. what do you think well we have to talk about it first i have to do all this stuff okay directed by brian johnson yes uh starring joseph gordon levitt yes and it is so noir yes do you know who joseph gordon levitt was at this time like <laughs> now it's like very of course he's going to be in a movie because like i think this. it was 2007 yes so at the time he was the kid from angels in the outfield the kid from 30... uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Yes. So, but he was older. Right. But he wasn't Joseph Gordon-Levitt yet. You, okay. You see, I see what you're saying. Now yeah. that name has like, right. oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in this movie. Right. Whereas this was like, who's this kid? Like this right. was this was an indie movie. This was this was not. And this was you told me, and I don't know if it's true that this was Ryan Johnson's first film. I believe so. Yes. Okay. So first of all, I have to talk about something else because it stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and. A bunch of other people that I didn't know. But there's one important actress that I did know. The girl that plays Emily. Did okay. you recognize her at all? No, who is that? So, I think her name is Emily. But yes, it's spelled it's differently. E-M-I-L-I-E. -I -E, so, mm. maybe it's not pronounced Emily. Emily de Ravine, I think, or something like that. Really close. I'm sorry that I, if I messed it. Not like she's listening. But she plays Belle on Once Upon a Time Now. Oh, cool. I know you don't watch the show at all, but that, that's... Is that, that's not the girl in Zootopia, is it? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the kid movie Zootopia? No, Mom. The, I don't uh, know the, what... gri the gritty action movie. That's, I don't know. That, I don't have no idea. Quentin Tarantino's so. Zootopia. No, I have no idea. So anyway, but in this movie, Emily is blonde, and in Once Upon, um, Once Upon no, a it's Time... Not. It's no, it's not. not. It's not. Once Upon a Time... Emily, the Belle is, of course, dark-headed, so she looks very different. Okay, so 
what what makes this movie interesting is it doesn't start like all movies. A lot of movies go A, B, C, D. No, this movie starts at about M. And then it <laughs> and then it goes to D, and then it goes back to N, and then it goes to C. So you really it jumps around a lot. You really have to pay attention because you're given one piece. So if you haven't seen this movie, I'm just going to spoil a little bit. You need to see this movie. Really? My love-hate relationship with Ryan Johnson is over. You'll see everything now. I love him. Really? I loved this movie. It took me a little bit to catch on to it. Let me just say real quick, some things I loved about it. There is not a lot of bad words in this movie. Mm -mm. All of this is wordplay, um, but the visual is amazing. I just want to say at the end, and I don't know why I liked it so much, music is just right on at, at exactly the right point, at the very end of the movie, there's this big scene in the football field. And I totally got distracted, but I loved it. All the traffic going by. I mean, you could tell it was a low budget or film because they're doing this big scene and all you could hear is... Vroom, vroom, but it vroom. feels real. It feels so real. And that's what I love about it. So I forgot Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character's name. So it doesn't matter. So it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. He have so and it takes place and they're all in high school, which they all look way too old for high school to me. So yeah. just way too old, but that's fine. You think Joseph? It's two thousand five, and Joseph Gordon Levitt was how old? I'll find out. Because he looks to me like in his early to mid thirties. I mean twenties. Twenties. We know what he looks like. Oh, he was in. Uh, was ten things I hate about you already? Yeah, it was he, already a thing, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks. Yeah, he looks way older than that. Because in ten things I hate about you is that cute little boy. You know, kind of that neighbor boy that you want to pinch his little face. And this one, he wasn't. Anyway, so he has been dating a girl named Emily, and they broke up. Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, he gets a call from her. He gets a note, I think, and then he gets a call from her. And she's basically like, I really need your help. I'm stuck here. I'm in a lot of trouble. I just don't know what to do. So I think they're going to... He was 24. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He, they all looked too old to be high schoolers. Fair. But it was still still an amazing. They could have set it at college, and it would have been great. So then he goes to help her. But then again, you're skipping around, so you're not really figuring out how he gets there. But they do a bunch of stuff, and then they bring it back. And he finds her, and she's dead. I mean, like, dead. And it's certain things like you're thinking, oh, is that her? And then they show the bracelet that she's wearing. And several times throughout the movie, you're going to get this flash of the bracelet. So you're like, oh, that's her. Well, he doesn't really know what's happening or why, so he kind of hides her. Well, then he's trying to find out who is who did it. And mm -hmm. there's so many characters, and the names are just crazy. Dode, I think, and then there's like Tug or something. He always wears a white T-shirt, and then there's the pin, and there's drugs involved. Yeah, it, it gets heavy quick. It does get heavy, but again... That would be a great time for all this bad sex and all this bad violence and all this bad language. Nope. We don't go there because we don't need to. It's not necessary in this movie. It is absolutely not necessary, which made me love Ryan Johnson even more. Well, because, well, and at the same time, it's, it's kind of funny, though, if you think about it, is a scene with a lot of action and a lot of violence is expensive. Right. Because you have to choreograph the fight. Right. You have to get the fake blood. You right. have to get, the, but you right. know what I mean. No, like no, no. I that, just, that stuff's expensive. Like that, there's that whole scene in Kill Bill where she's jumping around a dojo with a with a sword and she's chopping people's arms off. And while it's funny and goofy, that's expensive. Right, that's it adds very up. expensive. Well, and in this movie, I felt kind of bad 
Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets beat up a lot. A lot. Constantly. <clears throat> just this one character. He just, all the time. If he gets Good. on... If he gets on the screen, he just runs up and boom, everyone, he doesn't care. But that, that's what I like. I mean, it's just, it's going to sound weird. It's very reminiscent to me of Die Hard, where you see that the main character is just a guy. Exactly. He and bleeds. He's a he, normal guy. Poor Joseph Gordon-Levitt bleeds a lot in this movie. And he's always got, out. where are his parents? He's in high school. Where are his folks? Probably a latchkey kid. I don't know. But like the other characters, at one point, they have to go to... So there's so many. There's like little bad guys, and then there's the big the bad. pin who is the big, the big bad, bad guy, played by Lucas Haas, mm -hmm. who has been around the movie industry since he was a little boy. He's got that face that you might not remember. He's got that face. No, but I mean, really, he's got that face that you might not know his name, but mm -hmm. oh, that guy, Lucas Haas. Yeah, great. I just looked him up and I saw it. I was like, yeah, yeah, great, great. This whole movie is so beautifully done. Just you're figuring out little pieces and so then you figure out so again there's just so many names so there's dode who always wears black which was really nice for me because they kept them in the same kind of costumes mm -hmm. so dode was wearing black dode loved emily and he was kind of her friend and really mm -hmm. helped her so you thought oh maybe dode did it and then then there was the tug guy with he always wore white but he was the father of her baby because she was pregnant, yes. Was he? Oh, yeah. No, he was not. He thought he was, but he wasn't. Mm -hmm. Someone else was. And that so, well, that we assume. That we assume. And that's what is so great about this movie is little bits and your brain goes, what? Oh, and they're like, just kidding. So, and then there's the, and then there's the pin, which do we know why he walks with a cane and stuff? Because he's terrifying. But he's not really terrifying. Because it's because he it, lets it. I was, but it but it builds to the character. Yeah, but I I just but, wanted to hit him with his own cane. But exactly. <laughs> so so Ryan Johnson go uh, eventually went on to direct some episodes of Breaking Bad, and there are definitely hints of this in Breaking Bad. Okay. Uh, there's which I'm not saying he created the characters that have that. Right. But there's a character in Breaking Bad who's like the big drug lord. He's like the big mob boss. He's in a wheelchair and he can't talk, but he gets uh, he gets around by ringing a bell in the wheelchair. Ding, 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 ding. And, like, if... Am I correct? Ding. Am I wrong? Ding, ding. Like... Got it. So, he's not scary because he's an old man in a wheelchair. But his presence is felt. And that's yeah. that with the it's pin. the cane. And, and it's drugs. And it's... Yeah. I, Why is it called brick? Because there were bricks of drugs? Bricks of heroin. Heroin. I didn't even know what kind of drugs it was. It was heroin. And then people are stealing it. And then there was a bad brick. Because then we find out... That one of the characters, we thought she was good, but she's not good. She was bad. And I am I really want you guys, if you haven't seen this movie, I really don't want to give too much away mm -hmm. because you need to see this film. It's you really need good. to see this film. And I don't think I've been exci this excited about a film in a very long time. Really? Right. I love this film. I would buy this film. <laughs> I want Ryan Johnson on our podcast. <laughs> and I would tell him how amazing he is. And that I think he's wonderful. I so you you love feel like this film. Looper was maybe a maybe <laughs> his, where, where, hold on. You think Looper is maybe a step back, but everything else that, that you've seen from him is like fantastic. So maybe here's here's the thing with Looper. The thing that I didn't like about Looper was the whole face was thing. the face thing. If they would have kept Joseph Gordon-Levitt's face 
the same and we could have just, I mean, hello, when you get old, your face kind of changes anyway. I would have, it just was so distracting to me because I love, jo he's another one. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He could come on here too. I love him. But I got so distracted by what he looked like yeah. that I, I just lost the whole story. So, and I think I've talked about this before, Joseph Gordon-Levitt cameos or is he in all of Ryan Johnson's movies because of Brick? So how many has he done? I did this. He did Brothers Bloom. I have to. I'm now gonna. Mark Ruffalo is in Brothers Bloom. It's Mark Ruffalo and Adrian Brody playing. I brothers. love both of those guys too. Yeah, that okay. that movie's really. So tragic. I now have to go see all of Ryan Johnson's films. I'm gonna Google them. I'm gonna watch them all, and because right now my hate is gone for Ryan Johnson, and I think he's amazing. Well, that's what like I I want you to see. I want you to. It's it's a commitment, but I do want you to watch Breaking Bad because he did do some of Breaking Bad. And he's a very good director, and I can understand why your problem with Looper. Um, but it's just a, it's just yeah, it's a just a physical thing. thing. That just made but me yeah, crazy. so okay, so real movies, we got a lot of shorts. Uh, Brick, okay, Brothers Bloom, okay, Looper, okay, Star Wars: The Last Jedi, okay, an untitled Star Wars trilogy. They've given him a like trilogy. Like we don't know what it's going to be about, but he has Ooh. his own new Star Wars trilogy that's going to be about whatever. But it's going to be a trilogy that exists in the Star Wars universe, and he's going to be handling it. It's not going to be... I'm excited. 10, 11, 12, or whatever. It's Is not going to be Is it going to be like Rogue One? I mean, probably not. It's probably not going to be stylistic. Like, it might stylistically be like Rogue One. No, but I'm saying not like the Star Wars itself, but like an offshoot? Yes. That's what I... That's it, why I said It's not Rogue going one. to be 10, 11, 12. Right. It'll it's going be to be like different. Boba Fett 1, 2, 3. Like, you... No. I think that's great. I yeah. love him. So, um, I'm not going to talk about it anymore because That's you it? Well, I could talk some... I mean, we have a, a lot of other stuff to talk about today. Yeah, we do. But I just want to say this movie is amazing. Jake, thank you so much for making me watch this movie because I loved it. Did I you, absolutely loved did it, you even though like it was this about movie drugs. more than you liked Princess Bride? Because you, you were like, you were like Princess... You were like, how does this exist? Right, I like, loved it. You were like running down the streets, metaphorically, but like... Everyone needs to see this movie. Right. But you seem more amped up about this than you were Princess Bride. So I like them both, but that's, they're totally different films. So yeah. I, because like in my classroom, I'll say to the kids, oh, this is my favorite book. Well, I have like 12 favorite books. This is going to, I would put, I would put Princess Bride and Looper, wait, not Looper, because I don't like Looper, Brick, in my top 20. Really? Both of them? Yes. Which one's higher than the other? Are you just, 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 uh, you just, it's a, these are the 20 best. I would best. say number seven, number eight. Really? Which is which? Princess Bride and Brick. So Brick is number eight. So you, you did like. Out of 20, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, wow. That's, I'm genuinely surprised that in the last two weeks, the two movies that you've had to watch have made your top 10. Yeah, my top 20. Top 20. Top 20. Well, no, 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 because you said Princess Bride is seven and Brick is eight. So they're in your top 10. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I like them. I'm very excited. I they I, can't you tell? Yeah. I really liked this film. No, it's really good. Although, okay, one one more thing. Okay, what? Joseph Gordon-Levitt needed a haircut. But what year did this come out? Two thousand and five. What yep. did what did everyone look like in two thousand? What did I look like in two thousand and five? Like you needed a haircut. Yeah, it's but, that bushy. Yeah. yeah, that was the only thing that really bugged me is his hair was always in his eyes and I wanted to fix it. But look at pictures of me and my friends from that year. That's, I'll have to go do that. Look so. at, look at what Robert looked like in 2005. Big, boofy hair. Yeah, like that. Like everyone had this long kind of hair was everywhere. 
was post grunge, but no one was really sure what to do with their hair, so that it was kind of still grungy, but not really. Yeah, and, um, and his glasses. I didn't yeah. like his glasses. They bugged me too. Um. Now, would like okay? Let's say that sure. someone says, "Okay, Don, it's me, the theater manager. You're in charge again. You get to pair brick with any movie. What do you pair brick with?" So it's like a double feature. It's a double feature, and it could be any movie. It doesn't have to be new or old. Obviously, it has to exist, but you know what I mean, like. Like pair brick with something. Terminator. What? I would pair brick with Terminator. Why? Because it would be a fun day in that movies. <laughs> Wait, what do Brick and Terminator have anything to do with each other? They're both really good movies. Why are you laughing? Because I was like, oh, Brick and Big Lebowski. No. Because it's these two modern noirs. But Big Lebowski is not a good movie. <laughs> if I want if I want to have a bunch of people come to my theater. I want to have two movies that are really good. So that's why I would pick Brick but I was and like The thinking, Terminator. I was like thinking of like movies that have something in common. No, they have common that they're both really good. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's true. I don't know. I was like, I once saw this poster that somebody made a mock-up. And sure. it was like for a theater that didn't exist or whatever. Right. But it was like a double feature. Sure. They were showing Bert, the birds okay. with Up. So it was this poster of the up house, uh -huh. but then on the other side was this wave of birds that was almost like mimicking the, the balloon. But it's a, it's a fun, like, these movies have nothing, nothing. actually in common except the they're sky. Great. Yeah. yeah, they're really good. So that's what I would do. Well, <coughs> sorry. I was like, oh, she might say, she might say, you know, Maltese Falcon or something. No, like, no Terminator, because Terminator. it's good. Because, right? If you're gonna, if you're gonna spend all day at the theater, you don't want to see garbage. I would pair it with Die Hard. And that, no, I would do a triple feature. I would do this, Die Hard, and Looper. Not Looper. Yeah, because get it? Because it's like, oh, look. Okay, well, no, you're wrong. But that's okay. <laughs> no, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. So, yes, yeah, so go see this movie. It is on Amazon Prime for $2.99. See it. Really? You, you liked to, it that I much. did. If they had like a little Ryan Johnson box set, I would buy it. Oh, I'm sure they will eventually. Yes, but I would take out Looper and give it to someone else. But they even <laughs> well, I'm sure they'll do like a Star Wars Ryan Johnson box set. I do want to see like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure his Star Wars trilogy will be great, but I will want I want to see more of his not Star Wars. Me too. Because you have to see Brothers Boom. Even even yeah. you just have to go see that on your own. I, I don't, watch I don't it know when I'm for... gonna have to, when I'm gonna be able to fit that one in. No, no, no it's fine. But like that is a great movie. Like okay. it's real. It does have bad words. Lots of bad words. I don't right? remember. Okay. It's it's about two brothers that do a lot of grifts. Like I don't they, know what a grift is. A grift, like a uh, like they swindle people. Oh, like cons. Yes. Oh, very cool. Okay, it's, I'll watch it this week just for yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. Go okay. See so that movie, guys. Go see Brick. You see, give it a buy it, right? Is that what you said? Like buy it and then buy about five copies and give it to other people and tell them how amazing mm -hmm. it is. You know, it'd be cool is if we eventually like established a like. Like not like a real box set because that's like there's legality. But if it was like a like a fake box set, yeah, this of like is what you should the buy. Ruben top five and the the yes. Don top five, yep. That you know hard to hold to be in my top five. Hard to hold, hard to watch. As Rick Springfield, Rick Springfield said. called it. Hey, we got some emails. Yay! Oh wait, let's do this stuff first. We have we have an email address. It's ktmashow at gmail .com. Every week I get worried. I dot com. It's nope. ktmashow at gmail. You said it every time. You're good. Okay. I think, and otherwise somebody will say nope. You hey, I sent you an email. You didn't respond. Oh, and we try to respond. We read them all. It's so fun. Ruben, even, um, what is that called that you do to me? 
I, I screenshot them. Screenshot them, them while I'm at work and I get to read them. It's yeah, very exciting. Them, so we're re Ruben's reading them. I'm reading them, and we're gonna read them now. And then we read it now. Yeah. Wait, we have a Patreon. Well, let's just read the emails first. Oh. <laughs> all of it's the good stuff. I know, but the fun, the, the stuff that I love too. I love this all. Yeah, just I'm going. Go, Ruben. Okay. <laughs> this is an email. Hey, kid, Ruben and Mother Dawn. My name's Danny, and I'm an acting teacher here in Missoula, Montana. I heard about your podcast, The Wizard and the Bird, binging episodes on my way to and from work every day. I gotta say, you two are truly entertaining. I'd like to suggest a theme for an episode. One of my favorite types of movies are animated films, but more than that, I love foreign animated films. My suggestion is that you do a Studio Ghibli episode because they're pretty much the best at it. Some of my favorites are Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle, My Neighbor Totoro, and Kiki's Delivery Service. If that's too specific, I'd just love to hear an episode on foreign animation. Thanks for putting out such fun... What? No, I was going to stop you because I think that's a great idea because I know nothing. No, I yeah. know Spirited Away and I know Kiki's yes. Delivery Service. And but I, I would love... And Totoro, which I think is a little different. But It's just a little same company. Yeah, I would love to do that epi an episode so like that. So I, I got this email and okay. I instantly texted Robert. Yes, I your said, brother. Hey. Yeah, I texted him who was on Kid Test the Kid Tested Brother approved episode, the anime episode. I said, hey, somebody wants a Ghibli episode you in? He's like, all right. Yeah, so, so we so, will do it in the future. Thank you so much. And he says, thank you for putting out such fun content, Daniel Steele. P.S. I also suffer from getting my name wrong frequently as well. Everyone immediately assumes I'm the romance novelist. Danielle Steele. I don't, I don't Yeah, I that's don't who know it is. I've read lots of her books. But of course you have. Thank you, Daniel. She do Twilight? Oh. She do that one about the guy with the whips and whatever? No. What is that? Who is that? I don't even know who did that. I don't know. I, don't I, I never know. read those. Um, okay, do we have another email? Yes, we do. Hi, Mom and Ruben. <laughs> I got to be first on that one. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Alex, and I found out about your podcast, The Wizard and the Bruiser. I just caught up to the most recent episode. I love the way you guys interact with each other and the comedy that comes so naturally. I especially love when Mom says stuff Ruben will have to edit out and then denies it. <laughs> That's very true. I have two theme suggestions, one serious and one not so serious. My serious theme is a Where Are They Now episode where each of you picks a once popular or prolific actor who disappeared from Hollywood and your favorite movie starring them. Done. Great idea. That's a cool Love theme. It. My not-so-serious theme is Avatar. One of you has to watch James Cameron's Avatar, and the other has to watch M. Night Shyamalan's The Last Airbender. <gasps> that, movie's, that movie's not good. I don't... I'm not a fan of him. He cannot come on our podcast. I think you've said he could before. Well, maybe. That's the twist. I'm not sure who should watch each, so I'll leave you two to decide. Also, since mom likes to know where people listen to your show, I want to let you know that I've listened to episodes in Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, Idaho, Oregon, Washington, Montana, North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indi and Indiana as of writing this. Wow. Thank you both so much for giving me hours of entertainment while I'm on the road. P.S. While writing this, your wrestler episode dropped into my podcast feed, so tomorrow, Ohio will be added to that list. Wow. Travels That's cool. a ton of stuff. Yeah. Now, I'm going to make an assumption that Alex is a he... So if Alex is not a he, I'm so sorry. Um, but thanks for listening and be safe out there. You're doing a lot of driving, right? Yeah. But it seems like it gets close to California. And just kidding, because that's where we are. Yeah. I, I just like the idea that there's just some there's somebody out there right now that's just driving by themselves. Listen to us, goofy people. Listen <laughs> you and me, like just a chugger, like yeah, 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 yeah. Like somebody's like. You know, I'm driving by myself. It's just perfect sounds. You know what I want to listen to? These two goobers. <laughs> Don and Ruben just yap at each other all day. Yeah. So, well, that's great. Thank you so much. But the themes are amazing. No, those are 
I really liked that. that, that Daniel's theme. themes and Alex's themes, fantastic. Yeah. We will definitely oh, be doing yeah. those, those in the those future. Are, those are definitely added to the list for yes. sure. Um, all right, so we also have a Patreon. Yes. Uh, Patreon.com slash KTMA show. Uh, I'm going to start trying to do some more bonus stuff to our Patreon. I did one over Christmas. Uh, I want to do some more bonus stuff. There's some podcasts that do like a bonus episode a week. We couldn't do that. We can Even if it was just like, oh, what are you watching? What are you reading? Like, we, we couldn't do that. Um, that's why we have Discord. Um, we have a Discord now. Yes. If you want to get involved in that Discord, I will put the link in the description of this episode. Uh, I even put out a little bonus thing about our yeah. Discord because... Come talk to us. Or yeah. come talk to me because I'm really having fun with it. It's it's really fun. It's it's a really cool thing. I'm sending that link out to people who want it. Um, that link is going to be in the description, so you can click that link. Uh, if you're on Discord, you can join the the, the server there. If you're not on Discord, uh, you can make an account, um, and we'll see you in there. But it, yeah. that's been really fun. You come to is it? Did you call it Dawn Chat? Dawn Chat. Come talk to me in Dawn Chat. One of our admins, Fabrizio, has said she refuses to chat anywhere. Except for Don Chat. Yay! <laughs> um, and it's been fun. And there's fun. about three or four people that talk to me, and I love that. It's cool. It's fun. Uh, so, and then, you know, and I still get other updates and like, oh, I like this. And so it's just fun. Uh, we also have a Twitter. Yes. KTMA Show. Twitter.com slash KTMA Show. We have a Facebook. Kid Test Mother Approved on Facebook. Yes. Patrons. Uh, what do you what are you pointing at, Mom? Well, I want to talk about something else before we talk about our theme for next week. Okay, what do you want to talk about? So. How are you? I'm good. How are you, honey? I'm okay. Good. Oh, you're just okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Good. Wait. Like, wait. No. So, I have to tell you. Yeah? That, um, sorry, I got distracted. That Ruben made a sticker. Wow. Okay. Ruben ordered stickers. Yes. And they're super cool. And they're called, I mean, it says, it's a little black sticker with right, mm-hmm. white writing. Easy for me to say. And it says, I do a podcast with my mom, mm-hmm. and then it says KTMA with Don and Ruben. With Don and Ruben, which should be with Ruben and Don, but with Don and Ruben. Don and Ruben sounds better phonetically. Okay, and <laughs> it's all right. I don't know because I disagree, but okay. We have some stickers to give away. Yeah, we have. They're cute little stickers. They would go great on your three computer. Three. Oh, they're three, three by three. Three by three. They would go good on your computer or the young preschool teachers that I work with. They stick stickers all over their big water bottles. They're a great little sticker, and we have some to give away. Yeah. We have 20 stickers. No, we we would love to give them to you. So here's what you need to do. If you want a sticker that says, I do a podcast with my mom. In quotes. In quotes. And then KTMA with Dawn and Ruben. Um, go to our email. show at gmail.com. Send us an email. Tell us that you'd like a sticker. Put, if you're comfortable, well, that's the only way you're going to get it. Put your name and your address. A mailing address for a you. It could be address. a P.O. box. It doesn't. Whatever. Just wherever you're going to be able to pick this up. And I'm not creepy, so you don't have to worry. <laughs> I'm going to mail them. I'll write you a little note and say hello yeah. to you. And um, we'll send them out. Yeah, so we'll send you We'll send you a sticker or two. One um, sticker. Because okay, we only have one. 20. We only have 20, so you get one. You get a little sticker. It's super cute, but we'll do that. So um, if you're interested, give us an email. And if you're not interested, it's okay. It's all right. So, all right, what's our theme for next week? Our theme for next week was given to us by an email last week, I believe. Or last week or the week before. Okay. Uh, and it is movies where the where they totally overperformed. Yes. Where, yeah, yeah, where the budget was small. Little, and it became a blockbuster. Yes. Okay, I was like, wait, that's not the movie I picked. Unexpected blockbuster. There where you it was go. like, it was not expected to blow up, and it blew up 
huge. I'm worried about what you picked because I feel like you did not pick something that's going to fit this theme. Yes, I did. I checked. It want, was on the list. Do you want to go first? It's on the list. Do you want to go first? So I just have to admit that most of the time when I'm given a theme, I have no idea. Yeah, you have to Google so I have it. So I have to go to the Google. That's, mm. I like to say it that way. I go to Google and I kind of cheat by looking it up. So yes, but I, you know how I like to play this game. I don't want to just tell you because it's fun to just play with you a little bit. Okay. 1973. Okay. George Lucas is the director. Shut up. Starring Harrison Ford. Are you freaking joking? And Richard Dreyfuss. What? No, and, no, go back, go back, go back. And Richard, Ron Howard. Richard, Richard Dreyfuss and Ron Howard are in Star Wars? Go back. Why would, no. <laughs> go back to Star Wars. No. Harrison Ford. I forgot George Lucas. Ron Howard. Richard Dreyfuss. Carrie Fisher. Mark Hamill. No. Oh, it's Star not War Star Wars. It's American Graffiti. Cool. It is a great film. I really film. like, I actually really like American Graffiti. Have you seen it before? Yeah, oh, you, when I was a kid, you showed it to me. Did uh, I? Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 but in a good way. You were like, look at this, because I was like, Star Wars, ha ha ha. And you were like, you want to see Han Solo? And I was like, yeah, I want to see Han Solo. You're like, Singing. watch this. Yeah. Singing. And I was like. That's not Hansel. Oh, that guy's facts. Yeah, it's a great film. So good. I didn't realize you'd seen it already. No, you showed it. I love that movie. Okay. Um, so yay, American Graffiti, two ninety nine on Amazon Prime. Thanks, mom. You're welcome. Um, no, and it's Ron Howard. You it know, is Ron Howard. What a weird circle. What? Ron Officer Howard. Sir. Yes. Is in a movie with Harrison Ford. Yes. Directed by George Lucas. Yes. Ron Howard just directed the Han Solo movie. Oh, there you go. That's very cool. That's weird. That is weird. Okay. Uh, you okay? Your movie. What's my year? 2009. Oh, good. Directed by? A guy named Ruben. Not Paul Rubens. No, he didn't. No, his first name is Ruben. Oh, did you make a movie in 2009? I did, I did not make a movie in 2009. Okay, starring? Abigail Breslin. What? Hey. What do you think you're going to watch? I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> Why did you make that face? Because I think I know what it is, but what do you I don't think like it this is? film. I don't know. What do you think it I'm is? I'm not going to tell you. What do you think is it is? Is it Little Miss Sunshine? You don't like Little Miss Sunshine? Oh, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. No, I don't. Why? Because I feel bad for the little girl. Why? She wins. She doesn't win, but she... Well, because they, they steal the trophy. I know. Is that what I'm watching? No. Okay, what am I watching? It also has okay. Woody Harrelson. Okay. And Emma Stone. Okay. And Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, it's you the are movie. watching. It's the I'm all, ooh, it's the movie. It's a You're watching Zombieland. Zombieland. I have never seen this movie. Zombieland is one of my favorite horror comedies. It's Would it so be much in fun. your top twenty of no, all time? No, <laughs> not top twenty movies of all time. For you? For me, it wouldn't be up. There. Okay. It's it's definitely enjoyable and it's super fun. Okay. But like, is it my oh my it's the best movie? Ever? No. No. It's super fun though. This okay. is is one of the most fun movies. Okay, I've, I've I can't wait that. to see it. All, All right. right, yay! I'm excited. So what am I watching? Oh, American Graffiti. So next week, I'm watching American Graffiti. Yes. And Mom's watching Zombieland. Right. American Zombieland. Good job, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I got the episode early, and Mom was like, well, we didn't say goodbye. We have to come back and say goodbye. And I was like, all right. So, so, so I, I, I cut it back, and then Mom just sits there and stares at me and then just says, goodbye. goodbye. So, all right, guys, thanks for listening. Okay, bye, everyone. Bye.